Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to His riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at at Doom Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faith Walk and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faith Walk Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faith Walk Ministries. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy you are in the house of God. Are you happy too? Amen. Are you ready for the word? Let me see your Bibles. You have your Bibles? Be here, my bag. <laughs> Some of you have digital Bibles. Yeah. The digital Bibles have made Bible reading very simple. And some of you have the Bible apps. Every morning, it sends you quotations. It's really helpful, isn't it? Very, very helpful. And wherever you go, you see, the Lord has made it very simple for us to read His Word. Very, very simple. Ananiza. So, in your trot trust and in your private arenas, you pick your phone instead of going on WhatsApp. <laughs> can read the word. You know we spend more time reading and watching people's statuses than reading the Bible. Are we not aware of that? Some of you have a lot of contacts. <laughs> Some of you with a lot of contacts can read the Bible and Ready and our order, but we can watch status and go on YouTube and do all those things. You see, the, the digital Bibles came to help us, and mobile phones have also come to help us. Yeah, and the last time you learned that was so on Friday when we learned about dreams. I mentioned something about what man is even able to create because God created us in His image, where a man has has the ability, the creative ability of God that we are able to create things. The chairs that we sit on was created by man. Hallelujah. But the only thing that we miss now is our inability to connect to the spiritual realms. Because God created us in his image. Right? If we have his image, it means we have his fullness. 
don't we he formed us out of the dust that we may be like him so when he created Adam and Eve he created them in his fullness hallelujah and God was easily flowing with them because they were full of the spirit and they were also full of the flesh as well I see, and the word became flesh. But previously it was not flesh that he manifests. The same way in the Old Testament, in Genesis, God was always manifesting himself in the flesh to Adam and Eve. Wow. Why? Because they had the ability to connect, to see. Things beyond the natural. Hallelujah. John chapter 1. I'm going to continue with the message. The word and the spirit. As part of the ass of the apostles. Hallelujah. Let's have on verse 14. John 1 verse 14. And the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. Hallelujah. And last week we learned that John was able to identify Jesus through the Holy Spirit. I see the one who called me to baptize said to me, someone is more preferred than I am. And last we learned that the Pharisees or the Sadducees, those the teachers of the law, they were reading the Bible, which is the word, which was Christ. But when Christ manifest in the flesh, they couldn't identify him. But John was able to identify him. What's the difference? 16. And of his fullness we have all received grace for grace. For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten son who is in the bosom of the father. He has declared him. Now this is the testimony of John. Listen. This is what the testimony of John. And what is his testimony? When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him. Who are you? He confessed and did not deny but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then are you? Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He said, no. 22. Then they said to him, who are you? That we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourselves? And he said, I am the voice of one. Crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. 
as the prophet Isaiah said. Hallelujah. 24. Now those who were sent were from the Pharisees. And they asked him saying, why then do you baptize if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? Do you know why they were asking all these questions? Because they have read through the scriptures and scriptures and the ministry of John the Baptist, they didn't even understand. Well, read the Bible, no. But when the, the word became flesh in the form of John the Baptist, because look, whatever God has said in his word, they have to manifest in the flesh. God says he has blessed you. The blessing will not remain in the spirit. It should manifest in the flesh. So that's what we call the word must become flesh. But these Pharisees, they have read the scriptures and they, have, they know the word, but yet they didn't find the ministry of John the Baptist in what they have what, read. So they started asking questions. Who are you? I say, I'm the voice. Crying in the wilderness. Declaring the way of the Lord. How can they even understand this? Hallelujah. The word is only effectual when the spirit of the Lord is involved. You see, the answer John gave them, he said that, just as it was written by Isaiah, right? It means John also read the word. But John's understanding was totally different from what they were reading. Don't be like the Pharisees. <laughs> Hallelujah. 26. John answered them saying, I baptize with water. But there stands one among you whom you do not know. Wow. So actually, John actually knew that these people who have been sent to me, they are also blind. It is he who, coming after me, is preferred before me, whose sandal strap I'm not even worthy to lose. Hallelujah. That's John. That's his testimony. John was reading the scriptures and he realized that me, I have an assignment. It's prepare the way of the Lord. I'm baptizing with water. But he is coming to baptize with the Holy Spirit. See if I tell you, Jesus did not even bring grace. He also brought truth. And who is the truth? We've learned here. The truth is that spirit of truth. Hallelujah. Because Jesus did not say, you are going to baptize in my name. And I was not okay. Or say you shall be baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Let's go to John. John chapter 16. verse 12 I'll say I still have many things to say to you but you cannot bear them now however when he the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all truth 
For he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. 14. Or say, he will glorify me. Please highlight the part. He will glorify me. It means that he will glorify the word. That is Christ. For he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. This is the key thing. He will take what is the word and declare to you. Giving you a different level of understanding. Hallelujah. What the Holy Spirit will reveal to you, Mr. Siema, will be different from what he will reveal to me. That's why it got to a point they were confusing between between Paul and Peter. Because Peter, you are playing the hypocrite. Wow. Who better Peter? Peter near saying, come and say, upon this rock that I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail. Who better me? And I will say, me, 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 a hypocrite. Because what God has given Paul and what he has given Peter was not the same. Now, if you look at the Bible, right? Look at all the apostles. Look at all their writings. All their preachings were completely different according to how they were called. That's what was this confusion. And that's why they're so confusing the body of Christ. Because Paul said you are playing the hypocrite. I play the hypocrite. Also, when you come to when you come to the Gentiles, you pretend to be a Gentile. When you go to the Jews, you pretend to be a Jew. So how then do you want those who are who are uh, who are Gentiles to follow the rules of the Jews? Or see, the ministry of uncircumcision has been given to me, Paul. But you, Peter, the ministry of circumcision has been given to you. So Do you understand? Because what was revealed to Peter was completely different from what was revealed. You know, so he would take what is mine. It's the same thing. You know? That's what I say. We have all received a measure of faith. We don't have the same level of faith. We don't have the same measure. Hallelujah. So look at Paul. Paul was preaching in a Gentile nation where if you are not circumcised, come. Hey, you have tattoo, come. <laughs> you are Rasta man, come. What was soon? Come. Listen. <laughs> he was dealing with the Gentile, but it is an abomination in the Jewish community that you put on tattoo. I'm not, I'm not saying tattoo is good. Right? But I'm trying to tell you that his ministry was caused open to the Gentiles where the Gentiles had a certain way of life. Where for the Jews, you have to be circumcised to be righteous. To the, to, to the Gentiles, it was a different whole ball game. Because the ministry has been given to you. The Lord was leading me this morning and before I got, got into the bathroom. Nobody speaks to me in the bathroom. Surprisingly. While the water is on me, then he's beginning to speak. So he told me that before our bath, he made me read 
in Leviticus chapter 19. There were a lot of laws in there. And I was reading those laws and reading those laws. And you know what the, what the Lord ministered to me? I see, even if right now in this dispensation, even if we were, be, we were given the Mosaic law to follow strictly, I'm telling you that we can. Wow. That's what the Holy Spirit tell, told me this morning. Or see, do you know why? Because the spirit of truth will declare what is in the way and give it to us. Give it the ability. Do you know some of the things that was in, in there I read? I realized that some of them I, did, I don't have to read to know, but I was practicing it unknowingly. Yeah. There are some things I'm reading. I say, Anna, who will do this? Ah, There was one of the laws saying, so if, if a woman, or say if you defile a woman who is betrothed to another man, right? Or see, it's an abomination. And I was like, ah, but who would do that? <laughs> but it, it was being done. Do you know why it was easy for me? Now the spirit of truth has put the laws in my heart, in my spirit, that even though I'm not reading it, your body is full of the Holy Spirit. It's leading you to do it anyway. I see in the last days, I write my laws in, where? in their spirit, in their hearts. So there's some things, sir. The Lord may not condemn you on it. Because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. One of our sisters, uh, Kate, the Lord told her specifically, do not wear skirt. Sorry, do not wear trousers, sorry. Does it mean if you wear trousers to church, it's wrong? No. The Holy Spirit ministers to us individually according to his will. Hallelujah. The last time I was watching this prophet, it's called Lovi or something. I think, I don't know what, whether it's Zimbabwe. He has tattoo. And his rasta is like, <laughs> but the way this man will prophesy. God called him when he was still Rasta man. God called him when he was still having a tattoo. But you cannot do this. If Peter was there, could Peter be blasting her off? Nah, 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 nah. But Paul. So when Paul was talking about the uncircumcision has been given to me, to the Jews, there are something that you have to do to remain pure. But for the Gentiles, there are some things. But one thing he said, or see, if or see, as for you, the Gentiles, the food offered to idols do not what touch and also sexual immorality. <laughs> that is also not to say, say, apart from that, everything goes. No. The Holy Spirit will take what is His, which is the Word, and declare it all to you. So what God was using Paul to do was totally different from what it was Jesus himself did. We are used to preaching. Jesus was only the foundation. And he gave us foundational preaching. Now see, we are supposed to build on his foundation. We are preaching what about Jesus talk about. I'm making a mistake. Yeah. 
You're making a mistake. Because the Holy Spirit, through his spirit, will say, I have so many things to teach you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in all truth. Because you are, you are building on Christ's foundation. You are not staying on the foundation. Build on it. Roof it. Present to God a complete hope. Hallelujah. Present to him a complete hope. So Paul, in his ministry, he started preaching things Jesus never preached. Why? Was, was he in error? Jesus said, I pray for your enemies. Right? Pray for your enemies. But Paul, was he, Elizabeth, the copper field, you've done me no harm. I read it Also, may the Lord repay you according to your evil. Ready for money in Tioka. That's Paul. And what he? When Paul, when Jesus was raising the dead and opening the blind eye, a sorcerer, he made the sorcerer blind. <laughs> because when the Holy Spirit comes, he would identify. Those who are in the darkness and those who are in the light. Even though God, Jesus told us to pray for your enemies, through the Holy Spirit, you will be able to identify who your true enemy is. Because Jesus in his ministry, he was praying. He told the disciples to pray so that they will not enter into temptation. Do you think temptation was the only thing that they were up against? No. <laughs> No, it wasn't only temptation. But because Jesus' ministry, he was for the Jews when he came. Now listen. Gentiles were not in the picture until he went to the cross. Yes. Oh, you don't know that. Because how come Jesus meets a Gentile and I'll say, I'm not going to give the food for his children to dogs. Calling Gentiles dogs. That's Jesus. Or some of you can't mind. And to you, me, me, Do you understand? But when the ministry of Elsecuti was given to Paul, after Jesus had died, Jesus was nailed on the cross, not because of the Jews, but because of us Gentiles. Also, that the blessing of Abraham might come to Gentiles. A boy, then they were very good at it. You pick a stone, they are both fine. But why did they take him through the carrying of a cross, beating, whipping, torturing? It was for a purpose. Hallelujah. That's why I don't discourage many people whom the Lord is leading you to a different thing. If you're not careful, sometimes that's why I'm, I'm, I'm happy I have not studied theology. <laughs> because theology will give you a system and a standard. It will give you a system. This is how it is supposed to be. 
if you go contrary it's unscriptural right because you are there to study the letter and become a scholar of it and get a PhD in theology but not only machine the only man said what the Pharisee need because the only man they won't train him but I'll say I will take what is mine that's why sometimes God will give me a scripture but the interpretation will mean more than 2,000 different words. Why? God, the Holy Spirit will take what is in there and declare it to you on different things. How can I? In the business contract I was about to sign and, and I was praying the Lord, which of the business, which, which company did I deal with? And the Lord just gave me a scripture. gave me Numbers. Chapter 4. Verse 7. And the, and, the, and the table of the soul bread. There shall be a, a, a blue covering. There shall be the scarlet. Oh, why can you understand this? Those who have been listening to me. Also pick this. This company with this kind of color and all these things inside. These are the things you have to be dealing with. Huh? But somebody will read it and get also a different understanding. That is the work of the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. So the word as we see it. And you know in this dispensation we know the word more. It will surprise you. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 3. This one. Oh, see, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden? <laughs> Hallelujah. Now listen. Here is the serpent. He doesn't need to look into the Bible. He knows the scriptures. Or say, Had God said, Let's read again. Or say, Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord had made. And he said to the woman, Has God said, Indeed, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Wait, and you say, Abandon the information, man. Or no one can say, No catch any say, Who already catch you? A person already can't say. It's a continue. What this happen was on the channel? Because Satan knows the word. Some of you think say salvation is only believing. Let me tell you something. Bible says that even demons believe and they tremble. They believe and they tremble. Oh, only believe in Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. It's a lie. Believing is not enough. Move away from believing and now allowing the Holy Spirit to help you overcome the flesh. But after believing, 
You need to act that indeed you believe. It's not in saying, but it's in the acting. Not in pretending, but in the real acting of the word. Hallelujah. I say, have God said, right? <laughs> that you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it. Not. So you touch it, lest you die. Verse 4. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. Wow. Verse 6. So when the woman saw, highlight when the woman saw that a tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took its fruits and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. And the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sealed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Listen. You see what has happened here? It's perfect that it happened to the Pharisees now. God has given you the word. His word is that do not eat the fruit in the middle. Eat every other food except that one. It's God's word, right? The system came in. I say, have God said? I say, no. You guys, you have no idea. God said, if you eat, you die, right? I say, you will not die. But you be like God. You know evil and good. You see, let me tell you something. Adam and Eve were naked. But they didn't know they were naked. Listen. The same way, the Pharisees, they read the word, but when Jesus was manifest right before them, they were still blind. Adam and Eve, they were naked. But they didn't know they were naked until they ate the fruit. So what were they before then? Spiritual realities. Eh? <laughs> There are some that's why some of you I'm prophesying take me away from here into somebody's house. Then I'll be describing the house. My spirit has moved from here, but my body is what is here. It means uh, before the fruit, they had access to certain realms that they were able to see things, they were able to communicate with the serpent Satan. But has any of us seen Satan physically before? But this time, they were able to see because they were able to see things in the spirit and saw the serpent before them. It was only after they ate, Satan vanished. And then they saw, say, hey, say now I become empty. See, John says something. First John. No, first John 2, verse 16 or C. The pride of life, lust of the flesh, 
Last of the eyes, or see, they are not from God. But it's from Satan. How? Or see, you shall be like God. Pride of life. And he also saw that the fruit was very yummy, nice. The last of the eyes. So Paul, when Paul said in Romans 8 that to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. This preaching is different from what Jesus said. Jesus said that except a man be born again, listen, okay, born of water and of the spirit, he called, Nicodemus came to ask a very simple question in, in, in John chapter 3. That how can I be born again? He said that unless you are odd, you are born again to have what eternal life. I said, How can I go back into my mother's womb and be born? Because previously, men were born again before they ate the fruit. <laughs> and for you to Access the spiritual realms at the same time accessing the physical, you need to be born again. To be rebirth. That's a regeneration, a new birth, you know. That's why your eye don't see that you have been reborn because it's a spiritual rebirth. Spiritual regeneration. And to we all say to be carnally minded is death. Why? Because when, when the Lord told them that if you eat the fruit, you will die. Right? They didn't die. Physically. But spiritually, they were what? Dead. They went, the, Bible, the Bible, Paul said that to be currently minded is death. You may be alive, but you may be tears Adam didn't die. They were physically alive. But they were dead. Some of us, we are physically alive and we are scripturally alive. Because we know the word. But we are dead like the Pharisees. <laughs> Hallelujah. Dead. Also, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. But Jesus said that for God's love of the world, that he gave his only begotten son, but whosoever believes in him shall not perish. But Jesus only talked about belief, right? Now, Paul is talking about to be carnally minded is also death. <laughs> it is say, and I only have to believe. Like some of, them, some of us have been deceived. Oh, I have to believe. Demons, they believe. You, you don't tremble when, 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 when you hear the name of Jesus. And I told them, Jesus, Jesus. Which of you trembled? But let the demon hear the name. Even demons, they believe. So when Jesus said that, who will so ever believe in me? It's not only believe. Paul said that to be clearly minded is death. And indeed, example is in Genesis 3, where Eve became carnally minded and she died, but she was still alive. Yeah. She died, but she was still alive. Little did they know. So let's, let's move down. When, when God was coming, see what happened. Verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Another man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Listen. 
What did they hear? A sound. But previously, they were able to see him. I feel that they hear a sound. It means that some aspects of their life has been closed. Once they heard a sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, another man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And look at what God said. And he said that, who told you that you were naked? Immediately the Lord realized that another voice had spoken to them. Who is speaking to you? Who is speaking to you? Another voice was speaking to you. Who told you you are naked? see so in the, 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 the second Adam when he came the same serpent appeared again in Matthew chapter 4 or see you are hungry but you have the power to turn a stone to bread and what did Jesus say man shall not live by bread alone but every word that comes from who the mouth of who God now, you don't understand what Jesus was trying to say. Jesus was trying to tell you that. I don't hear any other voice except the voice of God. So you, Satan, you don't tell me what to do. According to me, if I obey. You see, do you know why Jesus was able to do it? Because Jesus was born of the Spirit. And he was able to identify the serpent before him. And he knew, said, me, I don't listen to any other voice. But unfortunately for the first Adam, he heard the serpent voice and obeyed. Say, so if you don't allow the Holy Spirit, we will hear every voice and believe. Hallelujah. We hear every voice and believe. The devil kept on. Speaking to Jesus. First temptation, second temptation, third temptation. He says, I want for us some free me And he left him for a while. He left him for a while. This time around, he didn't come again. He didn't come personally to see him. Now he was using Peter to speak to him. And the Lord rebuked Peter. But not Peter himself, or the spirit that was speaking through Peter. <laughs> when you are alive in the spirit, you'll be able to discern the thoughts of people. office, you will know. Have you noticed in Jesus' ministry? Or see, and he perceived that this is what they were thinking. And he knew. What they were thinking. So before they ask, he said, Are you marveled because I said these things? And they say, Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let us not be like Adam. 
Now your big problem is, is Joshua 1 8. Be newborn Christians. Joshua 1 says, Let the book of the Lord do not what? Depart from your mouth. Meditate daring day and night that you may observe and do. And because of this, you know, we have chewed the scripture in Baba and confessing the word. You see, Adam and Eve, they knew the word. But what they, they could not do was to observe and do. They couldn't observe that the serpent that was, that was speaking to them was not the voice of God. I say observe and do. <laughs> do you know why sometimes we, we confess the word and it doesn't work? You know the word. I say do not let the book depart from your mouth. So we have studied the Bible. We have sealed Baba. And we say it, right? And when we do, we expect that the word will manifest in the flesh and we, uh, we wait, uh, it's not. Huh. Let me tell you something. Anytime the word becomes flesh, there is a spirit involved. Anytime you want the word to manifest, there is what? The spirit involved. Because when Jesus became flesh, it's one, only one person whom the spirit revealed to. That was who? John. All others were blind. Now you are here. We have prophesied to you that this day, this is going to happen. And you sit there. You have perceived it through the flesh. What you want? And I'll confess it. What you want? Yeah. Some of you, when we give you a prophecy, listen to me. The only way to make the prophecy come to pass is to war. Are you listening? Because when you pray, listen, when you pray, you enter into the deep things of God. That's what I say, effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. Do you know why it avails much? Because when you enter into prayer, you connect to something that is unseen. God, you speak a language that the earth cannot even understand. But sometimes it has been wrestled. Not a delay. Because we didn't wrestle. And Paul understood these things. In 1 Timothy, in 1 Timothy, one verse 18 was my son Timothy according to the prophecy said concerning you wait a good warfare that you may not blaspheme like Alexandra and Herminius because Alexandra and Herminius know you have it didn't come to pass oh God has lied God he doesn't lie it is you you did not wait a good warfare hallelujah but Jesus was, didn't tell us to do a good warfare, did he? Did he? Jesus, Jesus didn't even preach about warfare, did he? <laughs> he never taught us. But Paul was saying, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers. What's the difference? Paul had the spirit. And the spirit was telling him, in this territory, you need wrestling. Then I'll say, I saw a beast. 
Yeah. Or say a thorn in the flesh was buffeting me. Or suffer partner, a thorn in the flesh. Or suffer, I feel why you're confused. Or bumpire, ready? Take the thorn of the flesh from me. No, a bumpire three times and God was not minding him. Hey. But you're even too modern. So what bumpire said, the back of it, now, Paul was praying under ignorance. Ignorance. He prayed three times and the answer didn't come. And God said, My grace is sufficient for you. As not Even that then I must glory in my infirmities. You don't have to glory in your infirmities. You don't have to get out that thing from you. I say, I've given you my grace is sufficient for you. It means that he has given you enough grace to cast out demons. That thing that is worrying you, the power has been given to you to drive out. I say, behold, I've given you power upon all the works of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Now the power has been given to you. Satan came and buffeted you and you are telling God, oh, remove the tongue of the fire. How can how do you expect God to do that for you? Meanwhile, he has given you enough grace against the devil. So what do you do in the name of Jesus? Get away from you, turn of the flesh, and it will obey you. But he was praying to God three times. Oh, Father, take the phone. No, 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 no. So Paul, the ministry, you know, he, 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 he was walking by experience. Let all the trauma, Galatians, maybe not trauma, a friend saying, Corinth, for. Hmm? Hallelujah. So when you have come to him now, I don't want us to remain blind. I don't want us to become like the Pharisees. Or say it is the spirit that, that, that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. And somebody was saying, oh, if you are canal, it's not, it's not sin to be canal. Oh, you can be canal and still go to heaven. I bring him now. Said to be carnally minded is dead. And you, a work as a who are what you were saying. Someone at your see who? What you are saying? No. That's why they speak the word. It doesn't work. Because anyone who is full of the Holy Spirit, whatever word you say, it's not your own words. It's the word of God Himself. Because the, the Godhead lives inside of you. Hallelujah. Yesterday the Lord was revealing some things to me and I was, I was sad at the same time because sometimes because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to help you and it's my assignment to deliver you, you know. When an enemy be obi man who quiet and I am here. Jesus at one time was healing someone said, where is your father? Oh, Papa, wait. There's some things that you need permission to enter into those realms. Let's prepare this on Pinea. I didn't meet me. Meet me. What does it? So one two years, many, many Sunday when I was coming to church this morning, I saw so many churches. I was so happy. 
I was happy and at the same time sad. Because many of us will pass through the church to hell. But many are carnally minded. And many has actually blasphemed against the Holy Spirit. I was talking to somebody yesterday and he was telling me, he said, Oh, Matthias sent me. Now, Hanapa. See, I've prayed for you. I'm a Rekosei, but the spirit inside of me is not called a Rekosei. He's called the spirit of truth. When I speak, it's not Rekosei speaking. He is the spirit of truth speaking. I see you take what is mine and declare to you. I prayed for you, and the Lord healed you completely. Completely. You've gone to testify to the Lord in your church what the Lord has done. And he started listening to another voice. Another voice. Then a pastor called him. Come here. Let me pray for you. Because your eye open. Meanwhile, the person's eye has already been opened. You see, and the person foolishly agreed. Those who knew the word and they were given you by his stripes, I am healed, and you declared by his stripes, I am healed, you did not receive the healing. Or to somebody who has the word and the spirit, he came in and he made sure that your eye opened and you still want to listen to those who only do the letter. As the letter kills. And the person's sickness came back. What can I do now? Nothing. Let me tell you something. Saul was creating so much havoc in the body of Christ. And Jesus made him blind. But let me tell you something. Jesus did not take the ministry of healing out of this world though, when he was going, he left it here for men to do that work. So when he became blind, God did not call Peter to go and do it. Jesus called Ananias. Go to Ananias. He said, What? Open your eyes. There are some people that God has gifted them for that. This is their way. The moment you begin to speak against them, you are speaking against God Himself. And that, that, that replication is what? It's not, it's not forgivable. Then you allow somebody else to disturb you. Then you believe the person. Another voice. And they hear Adam and Eve. They died. If Jesus had listened to another voice in the mountain, he would have died. Hallelujah. Watch what you hear. And many words that you hear should be backed by your Holy Spirit, the Spirit inside of you. Hallelujah. 
You know the reason why I'm teaching about dreams? Some of you don't come to church on Friday. You are missing a lot. Yeah? You are missing a lot. Because let me tell you, your, your world is not only what you see. You, are, you have 24 hours in a day. You have 12 hours where your eye is open. Another hour, your eye is closed. What do you do with the time your eyes are closed? Somebody didn't hear me. <laughs> From morning, what's sorry? You are all that you are seeing is carnal things that you see. But when you sleep, you are seeing spiritual things. What do you do with them? If you are born again, when you are asleep, your spirit is alive. Some of you, you call me and say, you, you came to my dream. And you touched me. Because my spirit was still working and healing the sick. Even when I'm asleep. One time a lady called me. <laughs> a lady who has never seen me before. Had me on radio. This lady was not even on YouTube or Facebook to know who I look like. And she called me to say a testimony. She said, man of God, you came to my dream. And I had this disease. I've had this for over 20 good years. And you came to my dream. And in the dream you came, you were in my, inside my church. And you said that this and that was the reason why I'm like this. And when you prayed for me, I was rolling on the floor. When I woke up, I was gone. All the problems I have faced for the last 20 years, I've been healed from it. But me, Eric, was saying, I was sleeping. And I'm saying, can you describe me? I said, yeah, the man, the man I saw was fair. And I said, no, 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 the dream. I said, then you are right. <laughs> you see? So when you are asleep, your spirit must be working. This morning I heard somebody's, somebody's dream. Also, also, I need to train. To train at night. The only place I need to say, oh, and But later on, he was able to get up and cut off all those ropes. Is that not a victory? Some of you, Kama Kawa, Nawatiweni, one cannibi. The difficulty. Listen to me. You need to rule your, your day and rule your night. Rule your day and rule where? Your night. Some of you sleep too much. You sleep too much. Sometimes I wake up. Because one person I called. Diana also know. When listen to me, in, when you are sleeping, that's the time that your, your spirit now becomes alive. Very active. That's why before you sleep, at least many wake up two hours in power. They come and stand Pray in the spirit. 
you see a lot of things. You get serious revelations. Because the letter will kill you. There's a spirit that will give life. Hallelujah. Let me stand to your feet. Are you clapping for me or are you clapping for the Lord? Welcome to Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries. I know the Lord has been good to you in every area of your life. At Faithwork, the Lord shall meet your needs according to his riches and glory. Join us this and every Sunday from 10 a.m. for Sunday service, Wednesday 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. for deliverance and healing service, and on Friday from 6.30 p.m. for a prayer service. Worship with us and the Lord shall supernaturally turn your situation around. Locate Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries at Adum Abinchi Market area. You can also reach us on our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram as Erica Say and Love Encounter Faithwork and on YouTube as Erica Say and Faithwork Love. Email us at faithworklove at gmail.com. Call us on 0275-888-888. Love Encounter Faithwork Ministries.